You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome down to Sacks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, belling up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. We have yet another White Sox simulated game for you as part of a wonderful simulated season. White Sox back up to 18 games over 500 after a 13-inning victory over the Houston Astros last night. A late game that was frustrating at times, but they found a way to pull it out. They continue to chase the Twins while they hold off the Indians, sitting in second place. And after a taxing night in the bullpen, Lucas Giolito is going to be called upon to have a good start and go deep into this game. The same goes for Framber Valdez, the pitcher for the Houston Astros. It's the second of a three-game set at the beginning of a nine-game road trip over the next 10 days. And it's all brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, 33rd in Princeton. The menu available through Grubhub or direct at CorkandCarryAtThePark.com, but also just head down to the ballpark and get yourself an award-winning burger. Get yourself a dog, get yourself some apps, get yourself something cold and delicious, and enjoy your life. Get out there, folks. And remember, when you're out there, you can always plug in one of these games and listen in the shadow of the ballpark as we wait for a bunch of babies to get together and figure out how to play a Major League Baseball season in some fashion. Until then, you have 2020 simulated baseball, White Sox baseball, here on Sox in the Basement using MLB The Show 20. From Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Let's go. Minute Maid Park as it rains outside. The dome is up and we're indoors. The 44-26 and 26 White Sox face off against the 41-28 and 28 Houston Astros. Game two of this series. White Sox won in 13 last night. Both teams have to be a little tired as Framber Valdez takes the mound for the Astros. His first start of the season, 2-2 two two record with a 4.84 ERA, 44 and two-thirds innings, with 42 hits, 24 walks, a 1.48 whip. He also has 50 strikeouts. Tim Anderson will lead it off, hitting 332, five home runs and 33 RBI. On-base percentage for the White Sox leadoff hitter is 363. So Valdez... Getting his first start of the 2020 season. Anderson will take an inside pitch for ball one and we're underway. 1-0 the count here at the top of the first inning. First pitch at 3-10 in this late afternoon ball game. Under the dome. Strike called on the outside corner. 1-1 the count. It was a long game last night. White Sox bullpen taxed. Guys that thought they were getting a day off didn't. Ricky Renteria said sometimes you got to bear down. You got a day off on Monday. Some guys are going to play tired. Some guys are going to play with bumps and bruises. Not every day is perfect. It's a long season. It's now three and one quickly to Anderson with Leary Garcia, who's batting second today on deck. Yasmani Grandal normally bats second, but after that long 13 inning game, they're going to rest his knees and give him the day off. McCann gets the start today behind the plate. Inside two seamer taken for a ball. And T.A. is on with the leadoff walk. He's got speed, and after the White Sox offense sputtered yesterday, 
I expect them to put pressure on throughout this entire game to try to score runs. Leary Garcia bats in the right-handed batter's box against the lefty. He swings and misses at an inside pitch. Owen won the count. Abreu stands on deck. After that, it'll be Jimenez. Mancada is also taking a day off. He struggled mightily yesterday. The Sox have decided to send Danny Mendick out to third. An inside curveball taken for a strike. 0-2 the count. To the 278 hitting Garcia. Now a low inside changeup. 1-2. Anderson takes off. This ball's down the third baseline. Fair ball into the corner. Anderson's already on his way into third. The throw in, he is safe. And the Sox first and third him as T.A. took off before that ball was pitched. And Leary Garcia puts it down the third baseline. So first and third to start off this game. No outs in the top of the first inning. And here's Jose Abreu hitting 270. 12 homers, 48 RBIs. First in the American League All-Star vote. And he takes a pitch outside for ball one. Want to know the count. Next offering, high in the zone, but it catches it, one and one. He's hitting 310, 13 for 42 over his last 10 games. Sox trying to get to a pitcher that hasn't started a ball game all year early. They got two on here. The 1-1 pitch to Abreu swung on and missed the changeup away, one and two the count. Now Garcia's going to take off for second base, outside pitch, the throw down. He is safe under the tag. So that goes for a ball, and Leary steals second. So the White Sox running early in this game against Stubbs, the catcher. They did not really do that very much last night, but they noticed they had success in their few attempts. And now a 2-2 pitch with runners on second and third and no outs. Jam shot, shallow right field. Backing up is the second baseman, Altuve. He'll call off the incoming right fielder. And that's the first out. Nobody can advance. It was too shallow. One gone here in the top of the first, and here's Aloy Jimenez hitting 269 and 14 homers on the season in the four spot today for Mancada, who normally sits there. And a high and tight four-seamer misses. 1-0 the count. Came in off the bench last night, hit a double, drove in a run. It was a big moment in that comeback in the ninth inning. Takes this one back up the middle. That's a base hit. One run is in for sure. Garcia comes around third. Springer's going to throw it in. The play at the plate, he is safe. He had plenty of time to get around very quickly. The Sox put up two right away on Jimenez, hitting one right back up the middle. So the base running, the aggressiveness, and now the hit right back up the middle. And the Sox put two up right away on the Astros. Coming off a game like last night, Sox coming out aggressive. And now Jimenez on first and Encarnacion at the plate. And who knows, maybe it's just an idea that we sat back a little bit too much waiting for somebody to get the big hit. Didn't force the issue and ended up in this very long game. You've got a, a pitcher up here that doesn't normally start games. You got an opportunity to jump on him. And the White Sox trying that out right now. Jimenez at first. And Encarnacion lifts this one out in the left field. That's a base hit. It'll roll into the glove of the charging outfielder and be sent in first and second. Still one out in this inning. And now here comes McCann hitting in the sixth spot with one gone here in the top of the first and two on. He's hitting 368 as a backup catcher. First pitch high, taken for a ball. 1-0. Four homers and 11 RBI. His OPS in the limited action, 1-0-4-2. 
Down the middle, ripped over to short, and Correa grabs that before it gets out to the outfield. A hard hit ball. He took one step to his right, threw his glove out, and just got a hold of it. Mendick comes up now, hitting 270 in the seventh spot today. He's playing third base. He still has two on and two out here in the top of the first. And an outside curveball misses 1-0 the count. 22 pitches so far for Valdez. 11 for strikes, 11 for balls. And he's given up two runs already. Sox trying to get more. Lifts this one out to right field. Not going to be trouble. Can of corn. The inning is over, but the White Sox jump on him right away. Getting two runs, and they lead midway through the first. 2-0 with Houston coming up. Lucas Giolito. 14 starts, 6-4 record. 4.15 ERA. 80 in the third innings with 62 hits and 40 walks. The whip is now down to 1.27. He also has 81 strikeouts. So after a very slow start, Lucas is starting to look like Lucas again. He's striking out more than a batter per inning. He's got the whip below 1.30. He's been effective. And he's got Michael Brantley up. And the Sox, like I said in the pregame, looking for him to pitch a very good game and go deep. A lot of pitchers used last night. I would imagine Kopech is off the table. Ciszek may be as well. He's pitched in four straight games. Aaron Bummer, though, probably available along with Colome. As this one sent out in the right field underneath it, the play will be made by Larry Garcia. And we'll go around the horn and tell you where everybody is today as there's one gone in the bottom of the first. McCann's behind the plate. Encarnacion is playing first. Second base being held down by Nick Mandrigal. Short is Anderson. Third is Mendick. Left is Jimenez, center is Robert, and in right, Larry Garcia gets the start over Mazzara and Engel, who generally sit out there. That's a strike from Giolito on the inside corner, 0-1 with one out here in the bottom of the first. Miles Straw came in as a pinch runner yesterday. He bats second today. Both teams have some worn-out players after a long game. You like getting that first one, though. Even though the last time the White Sox went 13, they lost three in a row afterwards to the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota. A low and away slider misses 2-1 the count. Full stadium so far this weekend. 37,000 last night. They probably have that here today. Inside pitch fouled off down the third base line. 2-2. And now a swing and a miss at a circle change inside. And Giolito sits him down for the first strikeout of the game for him. Two gone quickly here in the bottom of the first. And Jordan Alvarez is coming up. The lefty bats in the three spot today. Hitting 257 with 14 homers and 36 RBIs. An OPS of 868. And an inside fastball taken for a ball. 1-0 the count. Last night, every... Bench player for the White Sox made it into that game. McCann, though, only pinch hit. Drew a walk, if I'm not mistaken. And then they had a pinch runner come in and Robert. So he's fresh behind the plate. 2-0 now to Alvarez. Low outside fastball taken for a strike, 2-1. Want to thank our guest yesterday, James McCann from Future Sox. 
as the MLB draft going on. We're keeping tabs on it. And we will take a look at the rest of the draft picks and probably get one more check-in with James when it's all over. Fly ball out into left field. Going to drop in for a base hit. Jimenez scoops it into Anderson. That's a single with two outs from Alvarez. So the two-out single, the first hit here for the Astros here in the first inning. And up comes Carlos Correa. Correa is hitting 233, 13 homers, 33 RBI. Batting in the fourth spot today. A low outside fastball taken for ball one, 1-0 one the count. He's one for seven lifetime against Giolito with two strikeouts. Now he swings and misses at a four-seamer high, and Giolito working quickly. 1-1 one one the count. The next pitch in the zone, a 12-6 curveball on the outside portion of the plate, 1-2. and two. So Lucas working quickly. Would like to finish the inning right here. The pitch. Swung on and missed. He got him on an inside circle change. Low and tight to the knees. Giolito struck out two in this inning. And through one, the White Sox lead 2-0. Nick Mandrigal comes to the plate. Nick has a 238 average. But he's on base at about 315, I believe. That's his pace coming into this game as the two-seamer swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. Next offering high, 1-1. Came in last night, got a single, and is only a bat. Now fouls off a two-seamer, 1-2. And And what was funny was he took over for Encarnacion in the five-spot of the order as a pinch runner in extra innings. Didn't score as he puts this one on the ground towards first base, scooped near the line. Unassisted three put out, one gone. You know, he didn't score on a, on a Robert double into the gap that I fell off the bat. He had a good chance of coming all the way around and scoring. He gets stranded at third, and then they intentionally walk Moncada in front of him to get the Mandrigal, who then gets a hit. The ball inside, 1 0 to Luis Robert, the nine hitter, hitting 219. Had a big double last night. It almost paid off as a run in extra innings. Lifts this one deep out in the center field. Tailing back to the wall is Springer. He will catch it right underneath the 404 marker in left center field. Robert has been putting a charge into the ball. I feel like he's on the cusp of breaking out that power game. Meanwhile, it's a long out. There's two gone here in the top of the second, and Tim Anderson comes up. He takes a high curveball for a ball, 1-0 the count. Anderson leads the team as of today in batting average at 332. Next pitch, high outside corner called a strike. One and one the count. Two gone here in the top of the second inning. And Valdez throws a two-seamer way outside, two and one. Sack struck early in this game and hold a two-nothing lead. As this one's fouled off down the first baseline, two and two the count. They have a game tomorrow here in Houston, then a day off. Then they hit the row with Detroit and Cleveland on deck before they get back to Chicago later on in the month. 3-2 count now to Anderson. The pitch. Swung on and lifted out in the shallow right center field. Coming on is Springer. He will make the play on the run. Sox go down 1-2-3. And midway through the second, lead 2-0 here in Houston.
Alex Bregman will lead off the bottom of the second inning. And a four-seamer on the outside corner taken for a strike from Giolito. Sox lead 2-0 here going into the bottom of the second. There's a shift on. Mandrigal on the other side of second base. And Abreu basically playing second. Inside fastball fouled off. 0-2 the count. Giolito has struck out the first two batters on low inside pitches. This time he goes outside with a slider and Bregman dives for it and can't reach it. He's out on three pitches. Third strikeout for Giolito. Bregman went down yesterday on two low and inside below the knees. One was near his feet, and he offered at it for the third strike. Giolito had already gotten two strikeouts that way. This time he goes outside. Immediately a base hit, though, on the first pitch to Yuli Gurriel. And Gurriel is on with a base hit and a right. So I'm admiring Giolito's third strikeout. Gurriel, he has no time to wait. He puts that one out there for a base hit. There's one on here with one out in the bottom of the second inning. And up comes Josh Reddick. Reddick's hitting 288. The lefty stands in. Takes an outside four seamer for ball one. One to know the count. He's four for ten with a home run against Giolito in his career. An inside four seamer misses 2-0 the count. One of the big questions that we got yesterday was why didn't Ozuna come in for the Astros against the White Sox? And I couldn't figure it out either. So we went back and took a look, and he was worn down coming into that game. And probably not available. So this one is deep out in the center field, off the wall. The runner hesitated, thinking that Robert was going to make the catch. So Gurriel's only going to make it into third. He stopped at second base, and Robert put his glove up, and he couldn't tell the ball had gone off the wall until Robert picked it up. Then he takes off running to third. The throw comes in. He's only able to advance from first to third. A bad base-running decision saves the White Sox a run for now. But that's a double from Reddick. There's runners on second and third with one out. And a 1-0 count now to Jack Mayfield, who's playing second base today for Altuve, who seemingly has the day off. Swings and misses at that one, 1-1 one one the count. So the Sox avoiding a day of Altuve, just like they're avoiding a day of Moncada. Two on, one out, five in the second inning. That last one was hit all the way out to dead center. Robert looked like he was going to come up with it. Gurriel got confused and only ends up at third. Reddick was at second as Gurriel was just leaving second. They almost both touched the bag at the same time. He must be wondering why he didn't score. Two and two now to Mayfield. He's hitting 231 on the season. One out here in the bottom of the second. The pitch on the way. Low slider, doesn't offer at it. Three and two, the count is full with... Garrett Stubbs, the catcher, on deck. Now this one is lifted into left field. Jimenez tailing back is going to make the play, but the runner is going to easily trot home, and it's a 2-1 to ball game on the sack fly. The other runner holds at second base. Reddick remains there. And here comes the nine-hitter Stubbs hitting 259 with four homers. He had a pretty good game last night, at least early on. 
And an inside fastball called the strike. Owen won the count. Next pitch also strike. Circle change low and in. So he's gone low and into him twice as the lefty stands in against Lucas Giolito. Lucas now up to 32 pitches here with only two outs in the bottom of the second. 16 pitches in the first inning. 16 here so far in the second. The pitch on the way. Low and away misses. One and two. Checks the runner at second and delivers. Lifted down the line, tailing foul into the stands. One and two the count. The next offering. Rocketed over to short. Picked out of the air before it hit the ground by T.A. That's a line out, and the inning is over. So the Astros get a run. They still trail 2-1 to one after two here in Houston. The Houston Astros are currently second in the American League in whip and opponent's average. They trail only the White Sox. They also have the fifth lowest ERA and the fifth most strikeouts in the American League. The White Sox are ranked first. Larry Garcia comes to the plate. One for one. And the first pitch is a curveball low and inside. One to know the count. Next offering misses low and away. Two and zero from Valdez. Who's already up to 37 pitches here. Starting the top of the third. Low inside fastball taken. 3-0 the count with Abreu on deck. Jose struck out looking with two on in the first inning. Jimenez picked him up. Inside fastball called ball four. Garcia heads down to first base with a leadoff walk. And once again, the White Sox have some speed on here to start off this inning. Remember, Garcia stole second earlier on against Valdez, who is a lefty. It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility for him to find a pitch to go on here. Low inside fastball called a strike. Owen won the count. Abreu is hitting a 13 double play so far this year. You may want to try to break that up a little bit if you get the right look. Garcia staring in at the pitcher. A pitch out. He's not going. One and one the count. Now you almost dare them to throw the pitch out a second time. Right? I always wondered why people don't go right away after the pitch out. How often does somebody give two balls to a guy in the middle of the order for a team? And he's going there. Inside pitch thrown down to second base. He's safe on a bad throw to the shortstop side of second as Garcia went in head first. Leuri steals second. And now we got a man in scoring position with no outs and Abreu followed by Jimenez who's waiting afterwards. A low two-seamer misses, three and one the count. With no outs here on the top of the third, and it is the family waterproofing solutions. Third inning, veteran-owned, female-owned, family-owned. They're located on the south side, but they do everything. All of northern Illinois, with the exception of a few counties near Iowa, they have northwest Indiana they cover. Swing and a miss there, three and two to count to Abreu. Details coming up midway through this inning. As that one is rocketed in the left center field, it's going to get down for multiple bases. Garcia's going to come around and score. Abreu's on his way into second base. The Sox lead this game 3-1 to one on a double by Jose Abreu. And there's no out still here in the third inning. Family Waterproofing Solutions is going to donate or contribute 
I don't know what word you want to say there. A portion of the proceeds goes to veteran and first responder organizations. As Ken is a Marine. And they've got great socks in the basement deals. Make sure you ask about those as well. Aloy Jimenez is one for one with a single and two RBIs on that single. He would like to bring home Jose Abreu as the White Sox lead 3-1. He's 1-0 in the count. The next pitch is low, 2-0. The Astros not sending up one of their best pitchers, that's for sure, in Valdez. And the Sox hitters so far are seeing the ball well, and the Sox runners are taking advantage of a catcher that seems to be unable to throw out their faster runners on the base paths. Sox getting aggressive in this game, leading 3-1. A 3-0 pitch down the middle taken, 3-1 the count. Diamenez in the 50th pitch from Valdez on the way. Low, he walked him. There's two on now and no out in the top of the third. And the Sox have something brewing. The Astros pitching coach wants to go out and have a conversation with his pitcher and his catcher. Meanwhile, Edwin Encarnacion comes up. And a guy like Edwin now can come up here with no outs and just try to tee off. You got a pitcher who's frustrated, can't find the zone. He may throw a mistake. He's one for one with a single in the first inning. He's sitting on 15 home runs. The first pitch. Swung on and set out in the left field. That's a base hit. Abreu is going to come around third and try for home. He will score. The throw was delayed by a cutoff man in Bregman, who was not paying attention to the fact that Abreu had made the turn. Encarnacion has the RBI single. The Sox lead 4-1. There's still no outs here in the top of the third. And James McCann comes to the plate. First pitch low and away, a curveball. 1-0 the count. And this is just what the doctor ordered after that long game last night for the White Sox. Let's try to pile on some runs right now. Give Giolito some breathing room. Inside pitch fouled off. 1-1 the count. Swing and a miss at a curveball low. He went over the top of it. One and two to McCann. With Jimenez on second and Encarnacion on first. The bullpen already warming for the Astros. This is a ground ball over to third base. Bregman starts it around the horn. 5-4-3 double play. There's two gone with Jimenez standing at third. So the Astros get two outs very quickly. Danny Mendick. Comes up 0-for-1 with a fly out in the first inning and a runner on third. He'd like to get home. Two outs here in the top of the third. Swung on and back over to second base on the one hop. Nicely played. He's out. So the Sox let him off the hook a little bit there, but they did get two more runs. Midway through the third, we lead here in Houston 4-1. to Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do 
are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Michael Brantley will lead off the inning like he led off the game for the Astros. He lined out the first inning. He's 0 for 1, hitting 282 on the season. The lefty stands in as Giolito delivers 35 pitches through the first two innings for Lucas. Pitch number 36 is an outside ball. 1 and 0 the count. Swing and a miss on a 12 to 6 curveball. 1 and 1. Lucas working quickly. That one is sent over to second base. Mandrigal playing in right field, basically, on the grass in a shift. Takes it, sends it over to Edwin at first. There's one gone. Miles Straw comes up. He struck out in the first inning on a low inside fastball at the knees. He fouls off a four seamer on the outside corner here. Owen won the count. We saw Straw last night. He came in as a pinch runner but couldn't score in extras. Astros had the lead for pretty much that entire game till the ninth inning when the White Sox scored two and sent it into extras, winning in 13. Lifts this one out in the left field. Tails back towards the pole. Is it going to clear? It does. A home run 344 feet into the corner. Down the third baseline, that stupid train is going to come out. Right across and toot its horn. They're going crazy. We're leading 4-2. to two. My kid would love the train. Four years old, about to turn five, loves trains. Loves them. Home runs make a train come out. I mean, I get it. It's exciting. But still. Just got that over the wall. Jimenez got back there. I kept thinking it was going to come back into play and he was going to make the catch. He had his glove up. And then all of a sudden it went over his head. Line shot over to short. Immediately and out right away on the line out to short by Jordan Alvarez on the first pitch. Now there's two outs in the bottom of the third. Four to two White Sox, nobody on. Luckily that was a solo home run and Carlos Correa takes a slider low. One and oh the count. Low outside fastball misses two and oh the count. So the Sox scored two. The Astros came back and got one. The Sox scored two more. The Astros came back and got one. Now Correa flies out in the right field. Garcia puts it away. The inning is over. If every time we score two, they only score one, we're going to be fine. Meanwhile, it's currently 4-2, heading to the top of the fourth. Minute Maid Park is like a fun house. That's what I've decided. I don't know if they're here to watch a baseball game or to be entertained by all the blinky things. For example... Down the third baseline, the foul pole, is a Chick-fil-A ad. There's not only a cow hanging in fair territory, but there's also letters. I thought the whole idea behind a foul pole was that it had to be colored a certain way so the umpire could see if the ball goes in front or behind it. You've got black writing on a yellow foul pole in the night Is that really easy to see? It's an abomination to me, and I hate it. 
It's ball one to Nick Mandrigal. The eight hitter is 0 for 1 in this game. Valdez needed 56 pitches to get through three innings. He's on 57 now. And a strike down the middle. Makes it one and one. Into the line, the lefty kicks and throws. A high four seamer misses. Two and one the count. Sox lead this game four to two. Next pitch low. Mandrigal reaches for it. Tips it back. The count is even at two. I've seen him reach for these outside low pitches a lot lately. I think pitchers are figuring out a weak spot with Mandrigal. And he seems to reach for those ones low in the zone on the outside corner. Now they come up high. He fouls that one off. The count is full after he took an inside pitch. So it's three and two before that foul ball. And now low and away he walks. Mans is figuring out how to get on base, much like Robert did maybe a few weeks ago. You start small and you work your way back up. Here comes Luis Robert, the nine hitter. He flew out in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. He's got good speed on board at first base. Mandrigal, if I'm not mistaken, has two stolen bases on the season. And an outside changeup misses 1-0. He doesn't go that often. The book on him is that he's not very good with that first step. At least not yet. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on and sent back up the middle. Correa makes an amazing play. Diving into the grass behind second base and takes it away. It's going to be a fly out to the shortstop, but in reality, it was a, a ball up the middle that should have gone down, and he made an amazing play going backwards behind second base and gets Robert there. One gone. Madrigal remains on first. Here's Tim Anderson. 21 doubles. Leads the White Sox, who lead all of Major League Baseball with the most amount of doubles by a team. The 1-0 pitch down to Anderson. Down the first baseline, hooking foul into the stands, one and one the count. Outside pitch called a strike, one and two. T.A. did not like that call. Next offering, high and inside, two and two now. Puts this next one out in the right center field, falling quickly. It'll get down. Mandrigal's in the second. Unsure whether or not he was going to come up with that ball. Mandrigal took his time getting into second base. He'll hold. It's a base hit. They don't let a lot of things get to the gap and get to the wall here. Very good outfielders out there. But there's two on now. With one out, and Garcia comes to the plate. One for one with a single and two runs scored. Two for six in this series. He also has a double from yesterday. 0-1 on that pitch with runners on first and second. Now a low inside pitch taken for a strike. 0-2, fastball at the knees. Now Garcia puts this one down the first baseline. Stay fair, it does. It's inside the chalk. Mandrigal misjudges it. Man, somebody's got to teach him how to run bases. He is somehow only a third on a ball down the line in the right field corner. Yesterday, we complained about his inability to read the ball off the bat and not come around and score on a robber double in extra innings. Here, he could have easily been at third base on the Anderson hit. And he should easily have been home on that one down the right field line. Instead, the bases are loaded. He's going station to station. 
And Valdez is being pulled from the game now by the Astros with one out. A very short day for a young man who probably looked forward to his first start of the season. And it didn't work out. And a taxed bullpen for the Astros has to go to Rogelio Armenteros. We saw him last night, 35 games, 7-3 record. 77 and a third innings, 4.54 ERA. He is a middle reliever by trade. And Abreu comes up with one out here in the top of the fourth inning. And the base is loaded. The double, the RBI, the run scored so far. He's got speed all over the base paths. Although Nick Mandrigal, with his misjudgment of balls hit out to the outfield, may as well be as slow as Edwin Encarnacion. Inside pitch misses. 1-0 the count. From Armenteros. One out, top of the fourth inning. 4-2 White Sox. And the base is loaded. Swung on and chopped towards third base. A slow roller. The only play is going to be over to first. They'll get Abreu and Madrigal scores. It died in the grass and was actually picked up by the pitcher before Bregman could get in and get it. Madrigal scored. He had no choice but to run, so he ran. And Aloy Jimenez comes up. He's got multiple RBIs. Takes a slider inside for a strike. And now a changeup low for ball one. One and one the count with runners at second and third. Last time he had runners at second and third, he had a single. They both scored. Now an outside slider misses. Two and one the count. Low four seamer. Three and one to Jimenez with Encarnacion on deck. The story of this entire weekend so far for the Sox is lots of guys on base. They couldn't get him in very much yesterday. Swing and a miss at a four-seamer down the middle. The count is full. They've gotten five in so far in this game with two outs in the top of the fourth. The pitch. Swung on and sent over to right field. Base hit. One run is going to come in. Here comes the trailer. The play at the plate, and he's safe. Garcia gets in. More RBIs for Jimenez. He is killing the Astros. He came in as a pinch hitter last night and was a big part getting one of the RBIs when the Sox needed two runs to tie that game. And he is destroying the Astros today with timely hitting and runners scoring all over the place. It's 7-2 White Sox now. And Encarnacion takes a four-seamer at the knees for a strike. 0-1 the count. He's 2-for-6 in the series. Both of those today, singles. He also got an RBI today. Jimenez on first, the pitch. Low and away, a four-seamer, one and one the count. Next offering, high and away, fouled off, one and two. Swing and a miss on a slider away. Encarnacion goes down, swinging. But the White Sox get even more runs. They now lead seven to two, midway through the fourth. Tomorrow, Dallas Keuchel... Gets the pitch in this building where he has lots of memories against former teammates like Alex Bregman, who's 0 for 1 up at the plate. Right now it's Lucas Giolito pitching. He's got a 7 2 lead and a low inside pitch. Misses for ball one. 45 pitches to get to this inning. Inside fastball misses 2 0. Name of the game now is efficiency for Giolito. It's okay to put the ball in play. This one's down the third baseline, foul into the stands. Two and one. Next pitch low and away. Misses on a curveball. Three and one the count to Bregman. Guriel's on deck. 
Astros already on their second pitcher. Trailing 7-2. Inside strike at the knees, 3-2 to count. We talked about it before game one of this series. These are the two teams going into the series that would be the wild card teams if the season ended right now. You think about the shortened schedules that are being proposed. Imagine if the White Sox get off to a start like this in a shortened season in 2020 with expanded playoffs. It's going to be exciting. Outside fastball on a 3-2 pitch. Giolito doesn't get the call. He doesn't like it. Leadoff man is on with the free pass. Here comes Gurriel. He's one for one. Got a single and a run scored. Hitting 241. 302 OBP and only slugging 352. The first baseman not bringing a lot of pop this year. A four-seamer at the knees is a strike. Owen won the count. Big lead over at first base as that one is fouled off. 0-2 quickly. And now one lifted into deep center field. Going back as Robert to the wall. He looks up and that's gone. I just said he doesn't have a lot of power. But another home run given up by Lucas Giolito, 431 feet. His team gave him a 7-2 lead. It's now 7-4. And that's not good. The power is keeping the Astros in the game here. Every time the White Sox get a big lead, the Astros come back and keep it close. We may be playing a softball game here on a Saturday. Josh Reddick comes up. He's one for one with a double in the second inning. Change up on the outside corner, taken for a strike. Still no outs here in the bottom of the fourth. A walk and a two-run home run so far in this inning. Given up by Giolito. Ball high and a four-seamer. One and one the count. Now he comes back with a fastball low and inside, two and one, and misses. Lucas looks frustrated now. You still got a three-run lead. You still got a pitch. Pitch number 60 coming up here. Into the wind. Throws a strike down the middle, two and two. Now an inside pitch, inside outed. Down the line in the left field for a base hit. Runner coming into second base. Jimenez with a throw. It's offline. It's a double. Lucas Giolito has walked, given up a two-run home run, and now surrendered a double to start off the fourth inning after being staked to a 7-2 lead. They're going to go out and talk with their pitcher, who don't look good right now. Let's be honest. You got this lead, you don't want to give it up. I don't care how taxed your bullpen is. Don Cooper's out there trying to explain to him, you still got a lead here, you got a pitch. We got to figure out this thing. Things not good here early on for the White Sox in this inning. Jack Mayfield comes to the plate. He's hitting 231. He lifts this one out into left field. Underneath it is Jimenez. He'll make the catch. One pitch, one out. Finally, the first out comes in the bottom of the fourth inning, and Garrett Stubbs comes up. 0 for 1 with a line out in the second. Hitting 258, the lefty. Faces Giolito for the second time. 
First pitch low and away, a slider, 1-0 the count. Kelvin Herrera's up throwing in the White Sox bullpen. We have not seen him in a while. 1-0 pitch on the outside corner, misses, 2-0 the count. Lucas has been pretty good over the last couple of starts. He may not get the quality start here, but he can still contribute and help his team. Go deep into this game and hold this lead. Curveball high, taken for a strike, 2-1. and one. The next offering, low and away, down the third baseline, hooking just fair inside of it and over the wall. It's a ground rule double, and a run's going to come home and score at 7-5. Oh, a brutal inning here for Giolito. He's only got one out. He's given up three runs already. It's once again a two-run game, and Michael Brantley's up with a runner on second, 0 for 2, with a line out and a ground out, and this game is far from over. Herrera continues to warm in the pen. An outside circle change misses, 1-1 one and one the count. Next offering, high and away, a four-seamer, 2-1. And, and another one high and away. He just can't find the plate, 3-1, and one, with Miles Straw standing on deck. Now he comes inside. This one's rifled out in the right field, tailing away. It's going to fall in for a base hit. Runners are first and third. And Ricky Renteria is heading out to the mound, and that's going to be it for Lucas Giolito. Lucas has a rough start. Sox take him to a 7-2 lead. He comes in in the fourth inning. He's given up three. He's got two on and only one out. A bad start for Lucas Giolito. The Sox still have the lead, though, and Kelvin Herrera is going to come in. 27 and two-thirds innings and a 6.18 ERA. 25 strikeouts to 10 walks. Righty's hitting 178 against him. Lefty's hitting 354. The right-handed hitting Miles Straw stands in. One for two with a solo home run and runners on first and third. First pitch high and outside. A fastball misses. 1-0 the count. Next pitch by Herrera in the left field. That's a base hit. It's 7-6 now. Man, if you're listening to this thing 20 minutes ago, you're like, ah, another blowout. Sox are going to win this game. And yet again, we are in the middle of a Donnybrook. Yesterday was a pitcher's duel that went 13 innings. So far here, we have 13 runs scored, and we're not even through the fourth between these two teams. Sox lead 7-6 with runners on first and second for the Astros, and Jordan Alvarez at the plate. He's one for two. Inside pitch lifted out in the right field. Tails back to the wall. Oh no, that one's gone. 353 feet out of here at 100.6 miles per hour. Alvarez hits his 15th home run of the season. The White Sox enter the inning up 7 to 2 and currently trail 9 to 7. A 7-run fourth inning and it still isn't over for the Astros against the White Sox. Wow. Carlos Correa comes up now, 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a flyout. He's hitting 230. I don't think it matters. Everything these Astros do right now works out perfectly for him. There's one gone here in the bottom of the fourth in a game that I started to feel like we had in hand. Sox are scoring runs left and right. Lucas Giolito was cruising, and then the wheels come off. Kelvin Herrera, he might be pitching his last game here for this team. 
He has been absolutely atrocious coming out of the bullpen to the point where you're afraid to use him. And every time you use him, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire. Pop out to McCann. There's two gone. Giolito will officially have seven runs charged to him. The other two charged to Herrera, which means he will be the pitcher of record for now if the Sox took a loss, and he deserves it, even after what Giolito did. That was brutal. Over the course of four pitches, he gave up four runs. Ground ball over to Anderson, now over to first. The side is retired. Seven runs given up by the White Sox there in the fourth inning. And we now trail headed to the top of the fifth, 9-7. to seven. James McCann comes into play here in the top of the fifth inning, the DP3 Tech fifth inning that I thought we were going to get to a lot sooner. DP3 Tech partner with Microsoft, and they've come up with a great system. One button, get somebody on the screen, get them on the line, show a file, show a picture, show an image, whatever you need to do. Link everybody from wherever they're at. People at work, people at home. It's very, very simple. It's not very expensive at all. It's done well. Microsoft's involved, so you know they know what they're doing. It's secure. And all the details are coming up for any size business midway through the fifth inning. Impress the boss or impress your employees. It doesn't hurt to give a call and find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Two and one to McCann as Rogelio Armenteros, who came into this game, gave up runs was probably just going to stay in there and get beat up for a few innings. Now has a 9-7 lead. Throws that one in the backstop, 3-1 to McCann. That pitch lifted out in the right field. It will knock it out of here. Stays in the ballpark and caught near the track. One gone. So we're in a softball game now. Both starting pitchers gave up seven earned runs in this game. Both of them were chased before they got through four innings. Danny Mendick's 0 for 2. He's got to fly out in the ground out in this 9-7 ball game on a Saturday afternoon in Houston. And coming out of a 13-inning affair, as that one's outside for ball two, both teams had taxed bullpens. And they're into those bullpens early. Change up low and away. Call the strike. 2-1 and one the count. I don't think the Sox offense is done. I don't think the Astros offense is done either. We are in a slobber knocker. And unfortunately, we're trailing now by two. That one's fouled off down the third base line. Two and two the count. Inside pitch high taken. Three and two the count is full to Mendick with Mandrigal on deck. Swung on, sent down the right field line. Base hit for Mendick. He's on first. With one out in the fifth. And now Nick Mandrigal, 0 for 1, takes a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Outside pitch now misses. 1 and 1 the count. Counts even at 1. Sends this one down the first baseline, hooking foul into the stands. 1 and 2. There goes Mendick. That pitch is rifled in the right field for a base hit. Mendick coming around, heading to third. First and third. And what looks like a hit and run that pays off. He puts it through the hole where second base would have been. And now first and third for Luis Robert. 
with one out here in the top of the fifth. First pitch away, a slider, 1-0 the count. It's going to fly out and a line out. He was robbed by Carlos Correa on a great play behind the bag at second. A high fastball called a strike, 1-1 one one the count. That was borderline. Next offering misses inside, 2-1. and one. Strike down the middle on a slider, count even at two. So runners at first and third with one out. The pitch to Robert, lifted deep, out in the left field, way back. That ball is gone, onto the tracks. That ball hit the railroad tracks, way up on the wall, where the train comes across here in Minute Maid Park. Luis Robert. Hits his fifth home run of the season. We've seen him hit two monster shots this year. One of them off the kid's zone opening week. And this one lands on the railroad tracks above the fans in left field. And Brad Peacock's going to come in now as the White Sox have regained the lead. It's 10-9. to 25 innings, 2.52 ERA for Peacock. He's got 18 games under his belt. He's the next victim. And when I say that, I mean all pitchers, it feels like, are getting victimized in this game. Two-seam fastball in the inside corner called a strike to Anderson. One and two the count. One out here in the top of the fifth. Sox had a 7-2 lead going into the bottom of the fourth and gave up. Seven runs. And now Luis Robert. It's a one-out, three-run home run. And they retake the lead 10-9. This one's sent over to third base. Bregman on the run is going to make the play over to first. Two gone. Larry Garcia stands in. First pitch inside. A fastball taken. 0-1 the count. Jace Fry. Alex Colome, who lost his closer job the other night. Five blown saves so far in the year. Both of them warming up in the bullpen, although Herrera might start the inning. The 0-1 pitch fouled off, 0-2 the count. Sacks still have to account for at least the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth innings in this game. After going 13 last night and using a lot of pitchers, ground ball over to second base, taken on the one hop, over the first, Garcia's retired. Luis Robert takes it deep. A big bomb out in the left field. It landed right below that flag that says they won the pennant in 05. Remember who won the World Series. Sox lead 10-9. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today. 312-896-2450 or email info at dp3tech.com. Julia Guriel stands in two for two. 
He has a home run in this game. He fouls off that pitch off of Kelvin Herrera, 0-1 the count. Herrera starts off the bottom of the fifth inning. And a swing and a miss on a four-seamer inside, 0-2 now. This one then sent in the right field, the base hit. I don't think Herrera can get anybody out now. This is a broken pitcher, I think. This is a pitcher that's on his way to AAA, I would believe. White Sox aren't even going to look anymore at him. They're out on the mound, wasting time. They're going to head into the bullpen. And Alex Colome's coming in to take over. 25 games. 0-1 record. Blew a bunch of saves. Over 22 and a third innings. ZRA is 3.63, and he's a relief pitcher now that comes in in the middle of innings. He has things to work on, but it's not as bad as Herrera. Induces a pop-up immediately. Abreu going to move in near the plate but make the play. McCann defers to him. One pitch, one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Jack Mayfield, the eight-hitter, comes in. 0-for-1 with a sack fly and an RBI. 10-9 White Sox with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Both teams well into their bullpens already. And a slobber knocker that saw the White Sox up 7-2. Then a seven-run inning in the fourth knocks out Giolito. The Astros take a 9-7 lead, and Luis Robert, in the very next half inning, hits a three-run home run that was only kept in because the roof is on. Now this one deep out down the third base line, hooking towards the pole. It's gone. Jack Mayfield, the guy filling in for Jose Altuve, hits his second home run of his career. 367 feet. Down the third base line, wrapping it around the pole. It's 11-10 Astros. Mercy. It's incredible that yesterday with the Dome open, nobody could get a hit. The Dome closed, and suddenly, everything's traveling out. Ball's flying all over the place. I never trust these Domes. Ever since sitting in the, uh, the Dome up in Minneapolis... And hearing the fans go on only during certain half innings, like they were trying to gust wind through the place or blow the ball back in. Ground ball back to Colome. Over to first, the one to three put out. There's two gone. It's a one-run game yet again, but this time it's the Sox trailing by a run, 11 to 10. There's only two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning. This is ridiculous. Michael Brantley's up, one for three. An outside cut fastball misses, one and oh the count. White Sox pitching is beleaguered right now as this one is looped over to short. Easy play made by Anderson. And the inning is over. We're through five, and 21 runs have been scored so far in this game. And the Sox trail by one. It's 11 to 10 in the top of the sixth inning. Everybody's getting those averages up, and all those ERAs are going bad. And Jose Abreu, who's one for three, steps up to the plate. A low slider taken for a strike, 0-1 the count. 
Brad Peacock is the kind of guy that can come in and pitch a few innings. He's got a Brayu one and two, and that one misses away. Two and two the count. High fastball misses. The count is full now. Three and two with Jimenez on deck. Hitting 276 with 14 home runs and 46 RBI. What a series this has been so far. 13 innings in game one, and then this crazy game. It's 11 to 10 right now. With four innings left to go. And a ball high, and Abreu leads off with a walk. So the leadoff walk, the White Sox have a runner. And here comes Aloy Jimenez. Two for two, four RBI. He's been all over Astros pitching in this game. Sitting on 14 home runs, I'd love to see number 15 right now. Inside fastball call the strike, 0-1 the count. A low slider call the strike, Jimenez did not like that call. It was pretty low. 0-2 now with no outs, top of the sixth, and Abreu on first base in a one-run ball game. Swung on and fouled back, 0-2 the count remains. Next pitch ripped to Correa. Line out. And there's one gone. Nice play by Carlos Correa over at short for the first out of the inning. Abreu, of course, holds at first on the line out. And now Encarnacion fouls this one down the first baseline. Owen won the count. Edwin's two for three. The pitch from Peacock. Slow roller to second base. They're going to try for two. Abreu tries to take out Correa. He cannot. Encarnacion is out at first. It was close. Meanwhile, a clean inning for the Astros. Midway through the sixth, trailing by one, and Jace Fry coming in. 18 and a third innings pitch with a 2.95 ERA. Opponents hitting under 165 against him. And the lefty will pitch the sixth inning for the White Sox. 11 to 10, Houston. That ball's low and away, but call the strike on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Next pitch at the knees goes for a strike, cut fastball, 0-2. White Sox enter this game 18 games above 500. That's their high water mark. They have not been able to get over it. Fly ball down the right field line, going to get in for a base hit. Garcia's going to corral it and send it over to second. So a leadoff single. Fry is like everybody else coming out of the bullpen for both teams. Human. Jordan Alvarez steps up. He's two for three with a big three-run home run. That gave the lead to the Astros for the first time today. At that point, it was 9-7. Sox got a three-run home run from Luis Robert, making it 10-9. And then a two-run home run by an unlikely Astro makes it 11-10. 2-0 now to Alvarez, the lefty from the lefty Fry, with good speed on first. And a low-cut fastball misses 3-0. Sox pitching not doing themselves any favors in this series. You have to go back to the fact that at one point it's 7-2, and all Lucas Giolito has to do is be average out there. Instead, we're where we are now. A strike down the middle, 3-1 the count.
And Renteria again has to decide, is it all hands on deck? Do I care more about tomorrow? That's a ball in the outside corner. He walked him. The first two around against Jace Fry, and it's not a good sign as Carlos Correa comes to the plate. As much as I don't think the White Sox are done scoring, I definitely don't think the Astros are done. Correa comes up now with no outs and two on here in the bottom of the sixth inning. A low inside curveball taken for ball one. Fastball outside, misses 2-0 the count, and Fry doesn't look very steady out there right now. Now up the middle, snagged by Mandrigal. He'll touch second and send it over to Encarnacion at first. The double play, two gone here in the bottom of the sixth, and Alex Bregman comes to the plate 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored. He's got a runner on third as Jace Fry tries to get out of this inning. Inside pitch fouled off, cut fastball 0-1. You can see sun now coming through the windows. It was an overcast day. They put the dome up. It's sunny now. Curveball low and in, 1-1. One one. I'd love to know what the score would have been if the dome was not closed. We're talking about a straight-up pitcher's duel. But now these, these guys that don't barely ever hit a home run are hitting them out here for the Astros today. Why does the dome have to be closed? I don't trust this team at all, even in simulation. I'm listening for trash cans right now. Inside pitch off of Bregman's buttocks. He takes one off the left cheek. Fry hits him. Second batter hit by White Sox pitching this weekend. There's two on now. And Gurriel comes up. He's three for three. He's got a home run. Fry throws one high and inside a cut fastball. Taken for a ball. 1-0 the count. Gurriel's hitting 179 with runners in scoring position, but does any of that matter in a game like this? Next pitch fouled off. 1-1 the count. 21 runs in this game between two teams. Base hit, right field, run's going to come home. That's 22 between these two teams, and we trail 12 to 10. Do we have anybody in this bullpen that can get anybody out? That's the question. Is there anybody available in this White Sox bullpen today that wants the pitch? Because we don't seem to have anyone that can get through an inning unscathed. Not one. Fry's going to face the lefty, Josh Reddick, who's two for three. Michael Kopech and Carson Fulmer warm up in the bullpen. And a pitch low for a ball, 1-0 the count. He's got two doubles and a run scored, sitting 294. Runners on first and second with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. 12-10 Astros, and that one's deep. Way back down the line, curving around the pole. It is gone. It's 15-10, Houston. I'm telling you, the dome's closed, and I think the fans go on. They have quite a home field advantage here. Remember in 05, the commissioner of Major League Baseball had to step in and make sure they opened up the dome after Ozzie Guillen complained that there was an unfair advantage in Minute Maid Park. He insisted that the dome be kept open, even though the Astros wanted to close it. 
and Major League Baseball had to step in and tell them the dome had to be left open after Guillen accused the team, or implied at least, that the Astros used measures in that dome. The Sox ended up winning the first two games in Houston and sweeping the series. And I don't put anything past this team after everything we've learned about them in the last couple of years. It's 15 to 10. Carson Fulmer's coming into the game now. 28 and two-thirds innings, 3.45 ERA, 39 strikeouts and 14 walks. Fulmer started off as the long reliever for this team and has gotten himself into better roles since then. At this point, though, it's whoever's ready. Jack Mayfield comes in. He's got one of those home runs. He filled in for Jose Altuve. Nobody's seen Altuve. Maybe he's working some electronic equipment in the back. I'm not sure. Foul ball down the third base line. 0-2 the count. Two outs, bottom of the sixth. And a ground ball into left field as a base hit right away, and why not? Why not? 15-10 right now. The Astros lead the White Sox. You would have told me the White Sox are going to score 10 runs today. I would have just penciled in the W. Then I would have drawn over it in permanent marker. There's no way this staff, which is one of the best in baseball coming into this game, has a game like this. But the Astros all over them here in Houston. And it's funny that the only team that's been able to do this to the White Sox all year long are the Astros in their own ballpark. In a battle between two teams that are basically the two wildcard teams at this point. And the Sox beat him in 13 last night. Garrett Stubbs is up. He's 2-0 in the count. Two outs still in the bottom of the sixth inning. Sox now trail by five. Four-seamer low. Catches the zone. Two and one the count. Swing and a miss on a changeup high. Two and two. You're listening to White Sox Simulated Baseball using MLB The Show 20 and brought to you by Cork and Carey at the Park at 33rd and Princeton. They're open now. In the shadow of the ballpark, they also still have that food available on Grubhub or go direct to corkandcarryatthepark.com and support the Southside tradition. Full count here to Stubbs. Strike on the outside corner called. Fulmer out of the inning. Sox gave up four in that one. 15 runs on 16 hits for the Astros. 10 on 11 for the Sox after six. Somehow we're only in the seventh inning. Top of the seventh. James McCann comes up 0 for 3 with a flyout in the fifth. That's right, James. You're 0 for in this game. And everybody else is hitting. Let's get on the ball. Brad Peacock is still in the game because since he's come in, Sox haven't really done anything. It's a pitch outside. 1-0 the count. As we're chasing 5 now in the top of the seventh. Led this game at 1.7-2. After giving it up, Led again, 10-9. Now six more unanswered from the Astros. Brown ball down the first baseline, foul, one and two the count. Low slider misses, two and two. High outside, two-seam fastball, misses, count is full, three and two. 
The payoff pitch to McCann. Down the middle, he fouls it off. Count remains full. Now an outside pitch, and he walks to the leadoff man on for the Sox. Here in the top of the seventh. Danny Mendick's been playing third today. He's one for three with a single and a run scored. He stands in here with no outs in the top of the seventh and a runner on first. Check swing on a slider outside, taken for a strike, 0 1 the count. This is the kind of game that you'd be at, and if you were the home team and you were a home fan, you don't know what's going on at this point. All these home runs, the beer is flowing. You started doing shots in the fifth inning. You know you did. Fly ball out to right field. It's going to be caught. One gone here in the top of the seventh. All you know is that sirens go off every once in a while. There's home runs, and then you're losing, and then you're winning. This is a crazy game. This is the craziest of the season so far. Mandrigal comes up now, one for two, with McCann still on first. And a low outside slider catches the zone. 0-1 oh, the count. Cincinnati beating up on Milwaukee, 7-1. It's not a high-scoring game. Out into the right center field gap. McCann's going to come around second and head to third. Mandrigal's on his way into second base. He hits a double. Sox aren't done yet. Sixth double of the season for Nick Mandrigal. And with one out here in the top of the seventh inning, here comes Luis Robert. He's one for three with a bomb in the fifth inning that at the time gave the White Sox the lead. Average up to 221. He skies this one deep out in the right field. Tailing back towards the wall to the corner. Caught off the wall. Both runners are going to advance. His glove went over the wall to pull back a home run. Robert almost had his second three-run home run. Reddick went up and jumps and catches that one just over the yellow line near the 326 marker in the corner. Would have been a home run. It's a sack fly. It's 15 to 11 now. Runner on third base is Mandrigal, and Anderson steps in with two outs at the top of the seventh inning. First pitch on the outside corner called a strike. Owen won the count. Chris Davinsky and Austin Pruitt warm up in the bullpen. We got to Pruitt last night. Davinsky was tough. Owen won the count. Two outs, top of the seventh. This one sent out to center field. If it gets down, it'll score a run. It will not. Straws all over it in center field. He makes the catch. Carson Fulmer starts off the bomb in the seventh inning after ending the sixth. Throws a strike to Michael Brantley. Think about this. No George Springer. No Jose Altuve in, in this lineup. And the Astros are winning. 15-11. to 11. Ground ball. Second base, Mandrigal scoops it over to first, one gone. Miles Straw comes up. He's three for four with a home run. And a low inside four-seam fastball taken. 1-0 the count from Fulmer. One out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Sox trailing by four. 26 runs scored in this game between these two teams. Four-seamer outside, 2-0 and now the count. Fulmer into the wind in the pitch. Fouls back a four-seamer, two and one. And then an outside four-seamer fouled off. Count is two and two. Next pitch high, a four-seam fastball misses. Three and two, the count is full with Jordan Alvarez on deck. 
This one lifted out into left center field. Underneath it is Jimenez. He will put his glove up. Two go on here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Here's Alvarez. He's got a big three-run home run, a single. Total of three RBIs. 261 average, 15 homers, 39 RBIs. He's two for three in this game. Fulmer stands in. And the pitch on the way. Strike above the knees. Owen won the count. Now a curveball in the outside corner. Hits the zone. Owen two. Fulmer into the line quickly. Strike three. Got him on three pitches looking. He never swung the bat. Alvarez goes down. And the inning is over. Thank you very much. After seven, we're chasing four here in Houston. Chris Davinsky comes in. 17 games. 24 innings got a 2.25 ERA. We saw him last night. He got into trouble a few times in extras, but never let any runs cross. They're looking for him to do something similar here as the Sox chase four, down 15 to 11, and Leary Garcia comes up two for three. Top of the eighth inning. Game started off with the White Sox getting a good lead. Up seven to two. Ground ball down the third baseline on his butt. Bregman slides, gets it, up, Throws over to first, and Garcia's out. That's a great play. He's made a few of them against us this weekend. Jose Abreu's up one for three with one out now in the top of the eighth. Into the line is Davinsky. Throws a low four-seamer. Misses one and oh the count. Next pitch outside, but driven down the right field line. It's going to get back towards the corner. It's a fair ball. Ball's going to roll around by the 326 marker. Abreu has a double, his 21st of the season. The Sox have another runner on. After this game is over, everybody's stats will have gone up, including ERAs and whips and earned run counts. That one's in the dirt. 1-0 the count. Jimenez is 2 for 3, 38,330 seeing this game. And I don't think any of them could have expected this. 1-0 count to Jimenez with a runner on second. Inside pitch misses, 2-0 the count. Now a strike down the middle, a slider. Count sits at 2-1. Davinsky looks back at Jimenez. Fastball in the outside corner called 2-2. Pretty borderline there. But in a 15-11 game, you really can't be angry if the umpire wants to be done. Swing and a miss. And an inside fastball, he goes down swinging. Two gone. Edwin Encarnacion's going to come up. You're almost just hoping for a home run at this point. You're just looking for long balls so you can get back into this game. He's two for four with two singles and an RBI. And an outside changeup misses, 1-0 the count. Michael Kopech warms in the bullpen. Based upon his stuff being gathered up right now, I would assume he's coming in in the bottom of the eighth inning to pitch for the White Sox. That ball's fouled back, a changeup, one and two. Swung out and missed, Encarnacion goes down swinging. Davinsky pitches well. Astros are shutting us down. And the problem is we're trailing. Midway through the eighth, Sox trail by four. 
Michael Kopech comes in with a 5.01 ERA, 10 games, 23 and a third innings, 2-0 record, 31 strikeouts to 11 walks. Righty's hitting 324 against him. Lefty's hitting 176. He pitched last night and did well. Two scoreless innings in the ninth and the tenth. Bridging the gap to Evan Marshall and eventually Steve Ciszek for the win in 13. He comes in here trailing by four. Carlos Correa fouls off a four-seamer. Owen won the count. Swing and a miss, 0-2 on a fastball, high and in. Kopech in the line, the pitch, down in the dirt, a slider, he doesn't chase, 1-2. and two. Last night, the White Sox were trailing by two, going into the ninth inning, and were able to get two runs, and actually had the bases loaded, and could have gotten more. They will try to do the same here in the ninth, but they're down by four right now, and Kopech strikes out Correa, trying to keep it at four at least. I dislike the Astros so much for what they did and what they got caught for doing that the amount of joy I would feel if the Sox would come back and break their hearts here is almost immeasurable. Alex Bregman takes a pitch low for ball one. 0 for 2 in this game. He was hit by a pitch. He got a walk and two runs scored. Next pitch, check swing on a four-seamer low and in. He did not go around 2-0 the count. Now a strike down the middle on a slider, 92 miles an hour, 2-1. Kopech, working quickly, delivers. Swing and a miss on a slider away, 2-2. Two two. Next offering inside a changeup, 3-2 the count as it misses. Guriel's on deck. The payoff pitch on the way. Swing and a miss at one away. It's going to get away from... McCann, he'll throw it down the first base. So a drop third strike, he's put out at first. And here comes Gurriel. Four for four, three singles and a home run and three RBI in this game. He's having a game today. There's two outs here in the bottom of the eighth and nobody on. Kopech into the wind and the pitch on the way. A strike down the middle, 0-1 the count. Two crazy games in a row here in Houston. The 13-inning affair where it felt like the White Sox couldn't get anybody across. Then they score 11 tonight, and they're still trailing by four. That pitch misses, one and one the count. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Dallas Keuchel going up against his former mates here in Houston. Down in the left field corner, Jimenez will run that one down for out number three. One, two, three. Go the Astros. We go to the top of the ninth, chasing four in Houston. Austin Pruitt's on again. Ozuna, not seen yesterday, and not coming in now. Pruitt will try to finish off the game, a 386 ERA. The Sox got to him last night. James McCann's 0 for 3 with a walk in the seventh inning. He'll bat. First pitch, low and inside a ball. Four-seam fastball taken. 1-0 the count. Now another ball low, 2-0. 2-0 to McCann here right away to start off the top of the ninth. Swing and a ripped shot down the third baseline. Foul, 2-1. Pruitt quickly into the line in the pitch. He nubs it off the bat down the first baseline. It is foul and out of play, 2-2. Two two. Now he lifts this one out in the right field. It will stay in the park for the first out 
of the inning. One gone here in the top of the ninth inning. And Danny Mendick is coming to the plate. He's one for four with a single and a run scored. Mendick, the seven hitter, awaits the first pitch from the righty and a high four seamer misses 1-0 the count. Roberto Ozuna is now up and he's warming up. For being their big closer, we never saw him last night. And with a taxed bullpen, we haven't seen him yet tonight. Low outside fastball hits the zone, one and one. Next pitch, sent over to third, off the glove of a diving Bregman. And Mendick is safe at first, so we have a base runner. Still trailing by four here in the ninth inning, with one out. And Nick Madrigal comes to the plate, two for three. Mad's job is to get on base. A strike down the middle for Seamer, 0-1 the count. Double, single, two runs scored, hitting 248 now, with an on-base percentage near 350. The pitch. A low curveball called a strike. I don't like that call. It was well out of the zone. 0-2 the count. Into the line in the pitch. He offers it one outside. They're going to say he did not go around. Count is 1-2. and two. If Madrigal can get on, you start to feel like something could happen. An outside slider taken for a ball, 2-2 two and two the count. Robert would come up next. We've already seen him hit one out for a three-run home run earlier in this game. He's hitting the ball well in this series. Swung on and rifled over to Bregman. He's going to try to turn two over to second, back over to first. Rack him up and the game is over. And the White Sox drop game two. They led 7-2 with Lucas Giolito on the mound in the fourth inning and gave up seven runs. Giolito chased Kelvin Herrera, threw gasoline on the fire, and then after all of that, Luis Robert comes up and it's a three-run home run to give the White Sox the lead again. And they can't hold it a second time. The bullpen... The entire pitching staff, they need to take a look in the mirror after this game. That was brutal. I also wonder why all this offense showed up here in Houston with the dome closed. Brad Peacock gets the win, two and two-thirds. Gave up a hit, two walks, and an earned run. Alex Colome, or Colome if you're nasty, one inning pitched with a hit and an earned run. He takes the loss. Josh Reddick is the player of the game for the Houston Astros. Three for four of the home run and two doubles, but everybody had big stats. Luis Robert, one for three with the big bomb onto the railroad tracks out in left field. Four RBI in his game and a run scored. Jose Abreu, two for four, two doubles, two RBI, a run scored. Leary Garcia, two for four with three runs scored. Nick Mandrigal goes two for four with a double and two runs scored. Everybody looks good offensively in a game where you score 11 runs. The problem is the pitching staff gave up 15 on 16 hits. A brutal loss, but we split the series so far. We got the rubber game tomorrow. I don't know what it's going to bring. I'm worn out after the first two, folks. It has been a crazy weekend here in Houston, and I'm looking forward to the day off coming up after tomorrow's game. This road trip has started off crazy. We will see what is in store for us tomorrow. My thanks to our sponsors, Cork and Carrie at the park at 33rd and Princeton. Check them out, support them, go get a beer, they're open. And I also want to thank you for listening to another White Sox simulated game on the podcast for fans by fans. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the basement. Socks.
in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere a podcast can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.